Welcome to episode 12 of the Pixel Pros Podcast, part of the Pizza Pixel Network. My name is Justin Butler, and with me, as usual, are Mr. Tightshirt himself, Dakota Janikowski. Yo, 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 yo. And Kevin Barfield. Hello. If you are unfamiliar with the show, this is a weekly show where we talk about all things in the gaming world of the last week and the weeks in the future and in the past, maybe. So, Dakota, what is our first little bit of news? Ooh, this is a very news week. Um, <laughs> Uncharted 4 trailer dropped today, this morning, February 24th, 2016. <laughs> it was a very good trailer. I know you guys don't really, you guys haven't played Uncharted, and I don't know if you guys really care about it, but it looks really, really good. It looks like a really movie, action movie trailer, and it's uh, maybe a little spoiler heavy, so oh, geez. a lot of people are starting to complain about that. I'm uh, Uncharted is one of those things that I've always been interested in, but just have never gotten around to. It seems like a game that's right up my alley, but I just have overlooked it this entire time. And you yeah. should get the Uncharted collection. It's only thirty bucks at GameStop. Yeah, I will check it out. So it's totally worth it. There are just a bunch of action movies. You like The Last of Us, right? Yeah, yeah, it's similar to that. Yeah, it's uh, it's more of an action movie, less drama though, in that sense. Yeah, this seems like fun yeah. Indiana Jones esque. Exactly. Yeah. So, the next bit of news, um, uh, I don't, <laughs> that's all the that, news I got. That, that nervous. Um, uh, Pokemon oh, yeah, totally. has uh, put out a photo booth app, only available on iOS right now. Um, Suck they, it, nerd. They said it'll come soon to Android devices, um, which we all know what coming soon means in the app world. It means it'll be at least... A month, probably. Um, but it's just a nice little photo booth app. You can add little... Um, it's essentially Pokemon Snapchat, kind of. You can just add little Pokemon filters oh, to sweet. your pictures. Um, and there's also a Nintendo Direct this week, uh, which we will... Uh, we're obviously recording on Wednesday. The Direct is happening on Friday, but we'll be sure to at least tweet out or uh, write something on our website, piecepixel.com, where games are arch. Not, not numbers. numbers. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. What do you guys think they're uh, they're doing a direct for? They're announcing a new 3DS game. Yeah, they're probably just going to announce a new mainstream game, Gen Eight. So yeah, hopefully uh, a mobile game, but I doubt it. They're saying it's celebrating 20 years, so obviously they're going to talk about Pocket and they're going to talk about the 3DS uh, releases of uh, Red, Blue, and Yellow, which come out the day after. Or that comes out. Those come out Friday. Yes, I believe so. so. Um, and I would hope they have a little surprise. They're probably going to talk about Pokemon Go. I hope so. A little bit more in detail. I want and uh, and I, I wouldn't doubt that they announce another main series title. We didn't get one last year, did we? Uh, no. Yeah, we that was like the first year in a long time. It was, I, th- I think it was needed, though. I mean, despite I, I Pokemon, I mean, the Pokemon's always selling well and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. it was just nice to see a developer be like, hey, it's cool off a little bit for the 20th year yeah exactly yeah no i I definitely agree that it it was a needed break (laughs) i just it was surprising because it was the first time in so long yeah for sure yeah um and then i guess our last bit of news for the week it's been a light week is uh uh kevin smith (laughs) uh posted a um campaign to uh 
get JN Silent Bob Super Chronic, or Chronic Blunt Punch, <laughs> um, a game based on the Viewist universe. It's a uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up with a little more... They're saying it has a little more layers to it, like a, a conversation system and everything. Um, and it doesn't look like it's doing too well so no, far. No, it got posted, I think, five days ago. Uh, maybe less. Uh, but it's got, it, went, it was posted recently, but it only has 80,000 out of 400,000 needed, which uh, anyone who follows Kickstarters or crowdfunding a lot knows that most of your funding comes within the first couple of days. And <laughs> if that's the case, then it's not looking so well for them. I mean, they still have over a month, so something could happen, but I don't know. Just if they make it, it's going to be just barely. This yeah. is the first I've heard of it, though. So it's like, I mean, just us talking about it right now. So yeah, um, I think it. I I saw the story yesterday, um, and I think the counters on those on the fig campaign start at forty days, and uh, when we looked earlier, it had like thirty five days and some hours left. So I think it's been up for a couple of days now. Sweet. Um, I mean, I'll definitely play the game. Um, I depending on how much content there is, the $18 price tag might be too steep, uh, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I mean, but that is all dependent on content and how much actually um, Kevin Smith and the other people involved with View Askew are actually involved with the project. Um, I don't know. I love the View Askew universe, um, so we'll see what... What happens? Yeah, same. I I I have all of the VUSQ movies on DVD, and I've been following them for a long time. But I've just fallen out of favor with Kevin uh, Kevin Smith lately. And looking at the rewards for the Fig campaign, that hasn't changed. <laughs> Are they pretty minuscule? They're all awful. Are they? Yeah, I mean, like the stuff's cool, but the price tag for the uh, rewards. Are... You get a thank you and your name in the credits for ten dollars. Not even the game. Um. You get, what was it, a T-shirt for like $125? It was somewhere around there, yeah. Uh, um, an art book for like 70 a digital art book for $70. Um, a soundtrack for 35 Digital uh, only. Digital soundtrack for 35 Not even vinyl? <laughs> no. no. Uh, and then it just gets more and more ridiculous from there. Like you can pay, what was it, $10,000 to be in Kevin Smith's next movie. You can pay five thousand dollars to have your face in the game or design a, uh, a an, enemy. Uh, an enemy in the game. Just stupid shit like that. Has anyone donated the ten thousand dollars? No. No, the highest the highest one we saw was, was like the one thousand. Yeah, one well, thousand bundle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Feig as it's as a uh, platform is interesting, but I don't know if we're quite ready or if they've quite have the formula. I think they just need the problem they have is that Kickstarter is still huge. So most people don't pay attention to anything but Kickstarter. So a thing is a really cool idea, but the, like with the uh, Kevin Smith, the, the Jay and Silent Bob game, the numbers that you actually have to uh, contribute uh, in order to get anything paid back to you is actually not that bad. But, um, I, I think I think uh, the numbers we just looked at were for every two hundred fifty dollars you invest, you get a dollar back for every forty one hundred and three dollars. The, um, but I just remembered 
funding investing isn't the same as contributing so those people who we were looking at on the thing who had bought those packages won't get the investment it's a completely separate thing you have to be on a list to be able to invest on fake Mm. so it's it's separate so actually yeah it, it like i said it's the numbers are better than the one i was looking at for psychonauts 2 those numbers were really bad like to make any money you had to put in a lot and it was a really high risk type thing this one is not that bad but still um I just I, I want that tort that type of uh, site to be viable, but it seems not very viable. Or maybe it's just the game because I think Psychonauts do two did pretty good. Yeah, but. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sweet. What else happened last week? The Dice Awards, Woo! which brings us to our topic of the week. <laughs> topic, topic, topic of the week. Week, week. Brought to you week. by PieceOfPixel.com, or games of art. Not numbers. Not numbers. Oh, yo, you slowed it down on me. I was gonna. Yeah. I was uh, making a nice little lag right there. Oh, lag you one. Sneaky sneak. Yeah, the Dice Awards <laughs> happened last week. We're just gonna talk about some of the war. You know, they're probably one of the more prestigious awards in the video game community. What does DICE even stand for? Does anyone know? Uh, developer something, something, something. Innovative blah, blah, something. Commercial. Communicative. I- uh, I- Enterprise. Expo. It's probably Expo. I think it's <laughs> definitely for Expo probably. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so, you know, Game of the Year, Outstanding Achievement, Art Direction, you know, just a bunch of Game of the Years uh, and a bunch of Outstanding Achievements <laughs> and music, art, et cetera, et cetera. So we're just going to talk about them and uh, see our opinions, if they got it right, stuff like that kind of thing. Just talk about them. All right. Glance over them. Game of the Year. Nominees, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Ori, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Witcher 3. The winner was Fallout 4. We agree with them because we uh, it was our game of the year. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, um, Dakota actually might have a dissenting opinion. I mean, Fallout Four is fine. I mean, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I don't think it's a great game. Any yeah. of those games could have won it. Whenever Witcher won Game of the Year, uh, like actually last year, um, I wasn't upset because, like I said, I I think Witcher probably deserves it as much as Fallout does, yeah, and so I was okay all with it. Games. Um, so. And Fallout, I'm glad Fallout did get one of the Game of the Years. So yeah, I've. Great. Yeah. Woo. I would have given it to uh, Ori. <laughs> <laughs> Dissenting with yourself. <laughs> um, next up, the Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction. Fallout 4, Life is Strange, Tomb Raider, Witcher 3, and Undertale. They're all, like, all the people nominated were, like, the same people over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. The Fallout 4 won this one for Game Direction. Which is good, because Todd Howard deserves it. Yeah, he's being nominated or he's being in, uh, inducted into the the Hall of Fame of some sort. I don't remember which one, um, the specific name, but the, it's like the the Technological Hall of Fame. Gotcha. Uh, he's being inducted into that, so he probably deserves to win uh, game direction. Yeah. For his game. For this Fantastic year. job, Todd. Um. Sweet. Um. I. I don't know. Fallout Four is fine. Like I said, <laughs> Fallout Four is a really great game. I can't really argue with it ever winning anything. So, um, adventure game of the year, it was Arkham Knight, Life is Strange, Metal Gear Solid 5, Ori the Blind Forest, or Rise of the Tomb Raider. The winner was Metal Gear Solid 5. Whoa. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I can see it. I can I, see it. I probably would have given it to Rise on, for like an adventure game of the year. Nah. 
It's more like an action adventure. But Metal Gear Solid Five is that even an adventure game? I don't think so, but so, uh, I'm past the point of caring at this point. <laughs> or in the Blind Forest, that's an adventure game. Kind of, not really. It's about as much as one as Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five. That's our favorite game of the year. Yep. Oh, action yeah. game of the year. <laughs> Destiny, The Taken King, Helldivers, Just Cause Three, Star Wars Battlefront, and Splatoon. Okay, Destiny being on this list is bullshit. No, The Taken King is a brand new game. It's a DLC. It's a big DLC. <laughs> I don't care. It is a DLC. Um, the winner was Star Wars Battlefront. Ah, yeah, I love that game. Yeah. You see, have you played it recently? No, I haven't done it. They just updated. They just did a crap load of stuff. I got on last night. And I was like, oh crap! There's so many different like new maps and areas. Yeah, well, they I mean, added. Uh, the maps are similar, but you can just play like my favorite uh, game mode is Turning Point. Yeah, and that's available on all maps now. It is now. So. And uh, they added more to the Hoth map. Yep. Yep. So there, you can add, you can play Walker Assault now on Hoth. Oh, sweet. So it's like, I, Wait, got I can't believe that wasn't available <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> I got on last and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. Turning point, not just on uh, Jakku anymore. So fantastic. Uh, mobile game of the year. Dominations. Never heard of it. Fallout Shelter. Lorecraft Go. Pac-Man 256. Never heard of it. The Room 3. Never heard of that one either. Did it go to Fallout Shelter? I went to Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Yeah, it was between Lorecraft Go and Fallout Shelter. And I don't really know what Lorecraft Go is. I just know it's a Tomb Raider game. I um, it's a top-down isometric. Gotcha. In in preparation for Fallout Four coming out, I got sucked into Fallout Shelter pretty hard. Um, and I normally don't like uh mobile games of that type, but once again, Bethesda crushed it. Did you spend any money on it? No, you did not. I did not. Did I not, spent very little. Did not buy a single lunchbox. So proud of you. It's a, uh, but it was a very fun game. Um, I've tried playing games like that before. Like I got really excited about Simpsons tapped out. And then it was one of those scenarios where it was like, Oh, you can either pay money or wait a week for this <laughs> to be built and Fallout Got rid of all of that. Everything was very quick, very satisfying. So yeah, good on you. Good on you, mate. Next we have the dice sprite award. I have no idea what the hell this is. Dice sprite award. Like for sprite art See, in games, isn't that an outdated? Who? Maybe no. who's that? No, because Rocket League it. at all. Oh, okay. It's her story, Gal- Gallic Z, Kerbal Space Program, Rocket League, and Undertale. It's probably just like indie of the year, basically. Hmm. Yeah, the winner was Rocket League. Yeah, as it should be. <laughs> I don't know what that award's for, but Rocket League's great. Undertale's great too. Kerbal was a good idea, but it was also in early access for like two years. Also, it's worth mentioning that Galaxy will be free for PS4 in March. We actually have a uh, thing about that ah. in our questions later on. Ah. Um, next up. Outstanding Achievement in Animation. Assassin's Creed. Syndicate. Batman Arkham Knight. Ori and the Blind Forest. Rise of the Tomb Raider. And The Order 1886. What do you think the winner was? Um, Ori. And Animation. Which one? It's Ori or Batman. It's Ori. Yeah. Ori is a very pretty game. Ori is beautiful. Um, the Arkham Knight cutscenes are very like well done, but Ori's just so pretty have you played to look it? at. I haven't played Arkham Knight or Ori. Ori. Ori, I haven't played it. I've seen like um some gameplay of it and it does look gorgeous. I just haven't got my hands on it yet. It's a lot of fun. And there. it's a game that's right up my alley. I love Metroidvanias. So for sure. Next up, outstanding achievement in animation. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Arkham Knight, 
That's what we just, we just used. <laughs> oh, wait, this one. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? This, I was like, dang, these things really are the same thing over and over again. Um, outstanding achievement in art direction. Lorecroft Go, Ori and the Blind Forest, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Order 1886, and Star Wars Battlefront. Ori. I would have given it to Battlefront, honestly. Battlefront's the prettiest game on the systems or anything nowadays, right, right now. Yeah. It's personal. I mean, it's an opinion, but... I think I think I agree, but only because of my attachment to the what it's based on. Star Wars, probably. yeah, because oh. it captures I mean, the universe perfectly in a way. But I think it's just the lead, the foliage it just looks incredible, and the rocks, even this de- the desert, the the sand dunes, and everything just looks so pretty. It's just uh, yeah, that is a pretty game. But did it go to Ori? Yeah, it went to Ori. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it went to Ori. Deservedly so. Yeah, yeah. it's that. It's very. You beautiful. can't argue Ori. Yeah. So. Um, next up, outstanding achievement in character, mm. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Evie Fry, Her Story, Hannah Smith, Life is Strange, Max, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Lore Croft, and Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, Geralt, 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 Geralt or Rivia. The winner is Lore Geralt. Croft. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, Geralt. Uh, I just would like to say, uh, I don't have so much to say because I didn't play Rise of the Tomb Raider. I heard that she's great in it. Um, but I'm really glad that people like Batman weren't including, included in this. I'm glad it was original game-only characters. Why? Because it's it's not really fair, Like because best character in a video game, it's going to go to Batman because he has 75 years on his shoulders. So I'm I'm glad they kept licensed characters out of it. I really want to play her story. Have you guys played it? I haven't uh, played it. I tried to get him and my other cousin to play it, but they never wanted to. So it's a PC game, right? You can stream yeah. it. So good streaming. It's only about a couple hours at the most. Yeah, I, was, I saw. I've been seeing all these award shows, and it really makes me want to play it. It's kind of like the Oscars. How when the Oscars come out, I really want to see all the movies at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. I never do, but I'm like, oh, it looks interesting. I tried doing it this year. I watched two movies. I was like, yeah, the Oscar <laughs> movies are not my thing. Yeah. Which oh, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. Not on the um, pod. <laughs> Next up, outstanding achievement in original music composition. Ooh. Batman, Arkham Knight. Everybody's gone to the Rapture. Ori in the Blind Forest. StarCraft II, Legacy of the Void. <laughs> Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Ooh. Which one do you think won? Oh, I don't know. For best music. Witcher. Witcher. Witcher or Batman. Witcher or Batman. You know what I wrote in my uh, impression for Ori in the Blind Forest? That the music is on par with the original Nintendo music of Mario and Zelda. Ori in the Blind Forest won best musical composition. I, again, I have I haven't heard the soundtrack, but yeah. so it's so pretty I heard it's, it's really good. It's pretty incredible. So I, I mean I, I don't listen to it, but I it plays in my head every now and then. Yeah. Just it's like oh when I think of the game, that's what I think of. That's how I am with all soundtracks. Yeah. I mean I a lot never. of a lot of soundtracks get lost in my head nowadays. Like um the only ones I can ever actually think of it with right now most of the older games, because the graphics and stuff like that was not really up, up to par, so the music was the thing you really paid attention to. But recent games, it's got to be the Naughty Dog games. Last Last of Us, I know that uh, Santana, he made the entire soundtrack, the guitar. Yeah. And uh, Uncharted's soundtrack is really memorable to me. I don't think there's a day that goes by that either a Sonic or Mega Man song is yeah, not see, in the my old, head. Yeah, all the old songs. Or all the old ones. Castlevania jam. So... Next up, outstanding achievement in story. Fallout 4, her story, 
Tales from the Borderlands, a tale, a Telltale game series. Rise of the Tomb Raider or Witcher Three? I think it should be her story, but I'm pretty sure it's Witcher. What do you got? I think I got. I think I got Tales from the Borderlands. <laughs> you would be wrong. It's <laughs> it's Witcher Three. <laughs> I just didn't want to guess the <laughs> the story for the Witcher Three. Did Did you play Witcher, Kevin? You didn't. Okay. No, but I know a bunch of people who did. Uh, and I respect it a lot. I just tired it and played it. Gotcha. Next up. Outstanding technical achievement. No, oh, wait. I cut it off. Never mind. I don't have this one. It's Just Cause 3, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Star Wars Battlefront, The Order 1886. And whatever the one at the bottom is the one that won. So I'll hurry up so here really quick. Two seconds. Outstanding. What was it? Technical achievement. So Just Cause 3, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Star Wars Battlefront, Order 1886, or The Witcher 3. Yeah, The Witcher 3 should have gotten right? that all the way. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a souped-up fallout. So uh, that game like was a, a technical masterpiece. Like yeah. I, I was so surprised by that game. There weren't really any problems with it. When it there launched. weren't any problems with it. It was pretty. It was massive. Like those are usually you have to sacrifice something for something else and they didn't have to, they managed to make it work. Yeah. I, the, the Witcher, I'm still baffled. I, I should by all accounts adore it. Could not get into Were it. Were you a fan of Skyrim? Yeah. I love Skyrim. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was about to say. Maybe that was the fantasy element. No, I love, I, love I think that's what do me in on it. So no, I, I love fantasy settings. I just, I, I, so you I should try it again. It was. Maybe. I was thinking I'll try it again, but I'm stuck on my, Final Fantasy 14 kick at the moment. It's really fun. Next up, Family Game of the Year. Ooh. Guitar Hero Live, Lego Dimensions, Rock Band 4, Super Mario Maker, or Tearaway Unfolded. Ooh, it's this Mario, Mario Maker, Maker. Or, uh, or Lego Dimensions. No, I would have given Mario it to Maker. Lego Dimensions. It's Mario Maker. All but day. it's Super Mario Maker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. I have so much fun with it. So much fun. Is it uh, better than Mario itself? It's a different experience. Gotcha. It's a very different experience. I probably would have nominated the Jackbox Party Pack. That's not family oriented at all, <laughs> in the least bit. But my family, Joey and Kate, yeah. <laughs> all the time. A family of twenty somethings. Yeah, I'm sure it's family oriented, but I mean, it's just, it's as mature as you want to make it. <laughs> not always. I there are definitely questions that are very uh, or prompts or whatever that are very mature. Um. Fighting game of the year. There's Mortal Kombat X, Dead or Alive 5, Last Round, or Rising Thunder. It's Mortal Kombat X. It's got to be Mortal, it's Mortal Kombat, Kombat X. <laughs> I've never even heard of the other two games. I've uh, heard of Dead or Alive. Yeah, I, I've heard of both of them. Um, I don't know what the other one is. Mortal Kombat X was just everything it needed to be and more. Uh, NetherRealm Studios is great. Keep it up. Are they I love you. Injustice again? Please make Injustice too. Uh, I was about to ask. <laughs> it's it sold way too much for them to not do it. I think they're just they're putting out Mortal Kombat XL very soon. Um, so they're finishing off this last wave of DLC, putting out Mortal Kombat XL, and then I think we might uh, maybe at E3 this year get a uh, Injustice two, at least a teaser. Gotcha. So, racing game of the year, Forza Motorsport six, Need for Speed or Project Cars. It's gonna be. It should be Project Cars, but it's a uh, Forza, probably. It's probably Forza. Forza. Forza one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a big racing guy. Well, was it? Did uh, what you call it? Drive Club come out this year? Drive Club was the very end of 2014, I think. Gotcha. I could be wrong though. 
I didn't remember. I mean, that game was in developmental hell there yeah. forever. So I have no idea when that game came out officially. Um, new one. Next next category. Role playing, mostly either an RPG or an MMO. Bloodborne, Fallout Four, Pillars of Eternity, Witcher Three, or Undertale. Uh oh. Undertale shouldn't even belong on the list. <laughs> it's not that kind of RPG. Um. What were they again? Fallout 4, Bloodborne, Pillars of Eternity, Witcher 3, or Undertale. So really, we know it's between who? Fallout 4 and Witcher 3. It's probably The Witcher, because they didn't give it Game of the Year. Probably The Witcher. But I think Pillars of Eternity Eternity should have uh, had a a shot there. The winner is Fallout 4. Oh. Really? Yeah. Wow. RPG of the Year. Nice. Good on you. Good on you, mate. Also, good on you, Undertale, for being nominated. You're a great game. Sports game of the year. <laughs> FIFA, Madden, MLB, NBA 2K, or Rocket League? Rocket League. Rocket League 1. Uh, you go, really? Yeah, Rocket yeah. League. Rocket League 1. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just because it was the most different. Maybe not because yeah, it was the best. That's true. Uh, so. I, I, I think it was the I best. I mean, per- personally, <laughs> I find it more fun than any sports game I've ever played. Before. Yeah, I mean, just different strokes for different blokes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I play Madden, and I absolutely love it every year. NBA is always fun. I mean, it charts in the MPD. It's so That's popular. Also, and so yeah. good. Also the same thing every year. I mean, like I said, Rocket League won because it's just different. Not necessarily because it's the best. So, different um, strokes for different blokes. Yeah. Like I said. Strategy mm-hmm. simulation game of the year. Skyline, City Skylines. Fallout Shelter. Grey Goo. Heroes of the Storm or Kerbal Space Program? I hope it was Kerbal. It was Heroes of the Storm. Oh. Wait. Strategy or simulation? Yeah. Why are those two things in the same category? <laughs> that is weird. That's like uh, they do that a lot in award shows. Like uh, the Oscars have best musical or comedy. It's, yeah. I, I don't. Heroes understand. of the Storm has no place in the same category as Kerbal Space Program or City Skylines. Yeah, I don't know. What is Heroes of the Storm? Is that the it's the wizard or uh, the the Warcraft the uh, MOBA? Gotcha. Yeah, the MOBA. The MOBA. I love MOBAs. They're amazing. Handheld game of the year. Earth Defense Force 2, Invaders from Planet Space. Helldivers, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, or Yokai Watch? This is America, so it wasn't Yokai Watch. <laughs> uh, Helldivers. I'll go with Helldivers. Helldivers won. Yeah. Helldivers is a fun-ass game. I could see that being a very uh, fulfilling experience as a handheld. Yeah, I could see it too. But yeah, handheld's a lot harder to play with people, though, I feel like. True. So, True. And Helldivers is not, like a, like you said last week, it's not the greatest game when you play it solo. Yeah. So. Um, outstanding achievement in online gameplay. Taken King, Destiny. Halo 5 Guardians. Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. That came out this year. Winner. I don't think it's ever actually come out. <laughs> Splatoon or Rocket League? Rocket League. For online gameplay. Rocket League. What was the first one? Destiny Taken King. Probably Destiny Taken King. It was Rocket League. Rocket really? League. Rocket League. I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> Surprise. Eat it, Destiny. That doesn't belong on this list because it came out in 2014. Uh, I mean, Destiny's a fun-ass game. Don't hate on Destiny. Eh, it's a shooter. I mean... Outstanding Thanks. achievement online game. Oh, wait, that's the same one. I <laughs> took pictures. So, outstanding achievement in game design. The last category: Fallout Four, 
Her Story, Lorecroft Go, Massive Chalice, or The Witcher 3? Witcher 3. In game design. I know who won this one, so I'm not going to say. Oh, well. Yeah, it's The Witcher 3. Yeah. Oh, whoa. I thought Massive Chalice won something. No. Huh. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt won Outstanding Achievement Game okay. Design. So that was the Dice Awards. Do you have any closing thoughts on them? Um, Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima had a nice little chat. Didn't really announce anything, um, but it's a nice little chat. Didn't del Toro say that he's going to make a game with him, like no matter what? Or oh yeah, they're making PT. You they're, think? They're, they're yeah. There's no way they're not Come between on. between like them doing a chat together, them like and making sure the public knows that they're still in contact, and Hideo Kojima like posting pictures of himself with Norman Reedus. Like it, it's. Some form of that game is happening without the Silent Hill brand on it. So, I was trying to download PT to my PS4. I don't know how. It doesn't work. Yeah, it, it, I have no idea how. You can't. So I'm very sad. It's dead. I want. I want to get it again because uh, I want uh, my lady you to your play PS4? through it. No, you don't. Because I deleted it to clear space before crap hit the fan. <laughs> so that sucks. My bad. You'll yeah, pay two thousand dollars for a PS4 with it on it. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. Do <laughs> I that. I still would have sold my PS4. Yeah, like, no, no question. <laughs> yeah, but you have I to can sell just your go. I account. could just watch someone play through it. Like I said, you have to sell your PSN account, not just your PS4. Yeah, true. And no one else can be blaming on Butler. I mean, how much is your PSN account worth? More than two thousand dollars? You have two thousand dollars worth of games on there? No. You don't? Oh well. I guess. Then yeah, you guys, you could sell it. My Steam account has well over two thousand dollars worth of. I mean, I've I've had my PS4. How long has PS4 been out? Three years. Two and a half. Two and a half. So essentially, I have I've paid for three years of PlayStation Plus. It's also a PS3 games attached to it too, so and Vita games. I completely, uh, when the PS4 came out, I completely redid my whole oh, okay. spiel. Oh sweet! So yeah, you so, can sell yours. Yeah, I could have sold mine fine. and been fine. That was our Topic of the Week, brought to you by PCPixelGot.com, where games are art, not, not numbers. numbers. Now we're getting into our mailbag. <laughs> if you'd like to get a question into us, remember to email us at PCPixelNews at gmail.com. Go to our Twitter at PCPixel, our Facebook backslash PCPixel, or go to PCPixel.com and leave a comment. Yes. So, Just like Trace Brock did. I'm slowly approaching an age where my girlfriend's parents are starting to judge my excessive gaming habits. It's not like they're my entire life. I have a full-time job and do a lot of f- other fun things. But sometimes a lot of the time, damn, but sometimes a lot of the time I'd rather crack open a beer and delve into the world of Witcher 3. What gets me was that if I used that time knitting or some other boring hobby, they wouldn't say a thing. Why is gaming still thought to be a young child's activity when most games on the market can't even be purchased by someone younger than 17? Um, good question. You want to you want to yeah. tackle this first? <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, because people don't understand, um, like older generations really uh, don't understand gaming past pong. Uh, they don't <laughs> understand that they are like these complex um, experiences. They don't understand that it is art. Um, plus, just as a side note, who cares what they think? Follow your bliss. You don't have to go be a woodworker. To make them happy, if you are completely content spending your free time uh, getting immersed into a story, an interactive story, then by God, just do that. Follow your bliss. Be happy. Gaming's great. It's wonderful art. Uh, I think it is one of the most um, rich and lucrative ways to tell a story 
in our modern world. Um, and they're just fun experiences. Even if you're not jumping into a story, I nothing makes me happier than jumping online on a Street Fighter and kicking the crap out of somebody real or quick. Or getting your ass beat really quick. Yeah. Either way. Either way, it's a fun time. Um, or jumping on there and the server's so not working. They fix that <laughs> for the most part. Um, but uh, yeah, just... Just follow your bliss, dude. Uh, it's a great hobby. It's a good way to get immersed in a story. And uh, yeah. All right. So uh, your girlfriend's parents are going to nag at you no matter what you do. <laughs> Let's be real here. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it was video games or if you spent too much time with your friends instead of your girlfriend or that you haven't proposed after so long or whatever Whatever you're, you're doing, they're not going to like it. So you do you, dude. Drink that beer. Just make sure it's good beer. Yeah. And play those games. Just make sure they're good games, which yeah. is objective. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly objective. <laughs> I mean, I disagree about the objective part of video games. But the question, I mean, a lot of the video game trailers and stuff like that pop up on the TV. What are they? They're just a bunch of gore fests and blood fest. Like Call of Duty, it's just a bunch of just shoot 'em ups and stuff like that. So parents could, I could see where parents get the whole, I mean, you're not really doing anything with your life with this thing. So, I mean, yeah. just to play the devil's advocate. So, or what is the Gears of War? It's just, like I said, another shoot 'em up. You're destroying someone's face, crashes, killing somebody. That's all the adults see. They don't see like a, the last of us of the world where it's just like a, it's essentially just a beautiful movie, movie or the life's of strange, the walking dead season ones, the stuff that'll make you cry. They just see the, um, the childishness of the video game world. I feel like is what's publicly exhibited. It's the same people who are like, why are you still watching cartoons when you're watching it, like exactly. a complex anime or you're watching something brilliant like Rick and Morty or Futurama. It's like, it's the, it's, it's the same people. It's, um, entertainment for older generations wasn't available as, uh, readily or even in the same forms as, they are for people um, a little older than us and our age. Um, and so it's they don't understand it because it's not something they were exposed to until they were already in um, adulthood. So it's, uh, it's just media changing, as it always does, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's not a waste. If anything, it's, uh, it's better than just sitting there and watching paint dry. Is our generation going <laughs> to fall into that trap? Or do you think we're immune to that? No. Yeah. The trap of like becoming cheated old and, and yeah. No, because we grew up with it. Yeah, I think we are There will be certain people in our generation that do that. But like as a whole. Yeah. Just as like a, go ahead. Oh, as a whole, I think we're past that point because we've grown up with technology. We know technology changes and we've learned how to adapt to it. So, um I I think that we're always going to be on top of uh what the newest technology is that being said um there's always that chance that like i think i'm keeping on top of everything and then i don't understand the new hologram box 97 <laughs> and uh get lost but uh but I, I, kids over <laughs> I, I i do think that we're uh we're past the point of um like us in the future, not understanding technology because we expect it to change. Yeah. So. But there are also people like, like I said, 
there will be people in our generation who are like that people who don't care about technology who don't care about video games who don't care about any of that just like there are people in our parents generation who are more into video games than we could ever hope to be and are more into like the newer technology and stuff like that than we could ever hope to be well let, let's let's just take a look at like um my dad has never even seen star wars because you know who hasn't seen star wars the people in Star Wars, because they lived them. Ah, that's a good How I Met Your Mother quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, just because like fantasy and sci-fi and everything wasn't really huge um, around my dad, and so he's never even seen Star Wars. Um, nowadays, like people our age, there's no way you haven't seen The Force Awakens because it's such a cultural thing unless you are adamantly saying i don't want to see it there's no way you haven't seen yeah, it. yeah but it's the same thing because like whenever your dad was not our age but like whenever he was a kid that's the same thing with the first star wars it was like a huge cultural thing that everyone did well yeah but you got to think then you had to go to the theaters and then if you didn't weren't able to catch it in the theaters you had to wait and wait and wait for a home video release and that's if you had the technology to play home video True. Nowadays, you either go to the theater with your friends, you can pirate it, or anything. The ways to get and consume media, we are so used to being so readily available at any time. I don't think we're ever going to have that problem unless you absolutely don't want Unless you force something. yourself to be like that. You have to actually yeah. try to be a little old curmudgeon yeah. later yeah. in life. Very Everything true. is so readily available and for so cheap and free if you want to go that route. Um so you think we can change the old people's minds or we just no, have to die off? I don't think we can. I, I think um, if uh, switching into relationship advice, if you're good to the girl, <laughs> they're going to end up not caring. They're never going to not nag you like uh, Kevin said. But don't let that change your behavior. Still enjoy your games. Enjoy that beer. Follow your bliss. Thank you, Trace. Good question. <laughs> you're a good man. <laughs> Next up, we have a question from John Krakus. He said, uh, he says, I enjoyed y'all's discussion last week about the future of video games. I'm an avid reader, and it seems that all the stories have been exhausted. There's just unique ways to tell them. My question, can video games deliver a new type of story that has been absent from books? Or is it the same case of all the stories have been explored? I think something that we've been seeing um, with those games like uh, the Stanley Parable and games of the like we are seeing stories that can only be told uh in an interactive manner Mm. um so yes i do think there's a lot of room for new um stories but really just to bring up a point um saying that stories are just recycled over and over again uh that if you boil any story down to its core every story is the same yeah i mean i'm a firm believer that yes every story has been told in some fashion and will continue to be told in different fashions until the end of everything that's it's been happening since the dawn of humanity google joe uh joseph campbell yeah so (laughs) yeah i think like you said we we have like i said i think i i think stories have been told before every story has been told either even if it wasn't actually told someone thought about that story someone lived that story but like you said the Stanley Parable or games like that that are completely you could not tell that story in a traditional traditional sense. So there are new ways to tell new stories, but I don't think traditionally like we the the way we think of traditional video games like games like The Last of Us or or uh, Uncharted or any big 
story driven game like that, I don't think it's all going to be something that's already been told before in a different fashion. Gotcha. Yeah. But that doesn't, that doesn't take mean away it's bad. from their value yeah, no, or yeah, their sure. interest. But yeah, uh, exactly. I, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that I think, yes, every story has been told, but see the video games are just going to continue on that. Uh, I think we're going to continue to see new, new ways of telling, telling stories gotcha. pop up, but I think traditional video games are always. Gonna and be of there. course the way they're presented in video games is going to change with the technology. Um, and like things with the Stanley parable and uh, horse, uh, Horror story, her <laughs> story, and uh, even uh, things like Emily is away. Um, we're seeing a uh, I- different ways of looking at stories um, in added, an interactive uh, manner. Video games add a layer of attachment that's exactly. not uh, apparent in like the books and stuff like that. Yeah, and like emotion really. Like, you, I mean, you can cry at a book, right? I yeah, mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure someone people do. Yeah, but. When you're playing, let's you, we've all played Walking Dead. We know what the hell happened to Walking Dead. Yeah, yep. If you haven't played the game, sorry, it's about <laughs> to be kind of spoiled. But the entire game, you're with Clementine. You're pretty much just you're her dad. Yeah, you, you know her so well. She's your best friend. Blah blah blah. You go through the entire game, and Lee's there too. He's right right along, and you have to make that decision at the end. It just feels like you're killing a best friend. It feels like you're turning your back on somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't feel like you can get that out of a book. Really. And I will tell I you. I think you can. Really? Yeah. I, I mean. Was, I'll tell you. I was either 12 or 13 playing Kingdom Hearts for the first time. <laughs> I've never cried harder at a piece of media than I did at the end of that game. And Sora and Kyrie are on the, the two different planes and the island separates. The and they're, the they're, they're yeah. oh, God, <laughs> you, you were like 10 when that game came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was nine when I got it. Okay, that's yeah, how well, we well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's I'm, crazy. Yeah, and I died. Uh, ooh, the feels. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's I how still I, get choked up talking about yep. it. <laughs> it's how I am with the end of uh, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, you know, Yuna or Titus is holding Yuna's back and is like, or she's like, "I love you," and he just disappears into the abyss. And it's Peace. Like, oh. <sighs> But yeah, Square Enix, man, <laughs> stop it. Square Enix of old. If they when you when you put out games, it hurts us. <laughs> Life is Strange is even like that. It's a Square Enix game too. So yeah. I cried at the end of Life is Strange. <laughs> so did my brother. My brother called me as soon as Life is Strange is over and told me, "Why the hell did you make me play that game, you son of a bitch?" But what and if that's like, why it takes them so long to get their games out? They have like a test audience and they like see how many tears they shed, and if it's not, <laughs> not enough, enough, they they keep tw- tweaking it. <laughs> Thank you, John. But what was even the question? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. The story. I think we explored it enough. Next up from Lane. Lane Mikos. He asked a question. Just like you can by going to pcpixel.com and leaving a comment. The new PS Plus games for March were revealed. And while I'm sure they will be fun and fantastic, I'm kind of disappointed by the lack of, tri- of AAA game. I know, I know, a AAA game is not always better than an indie game and vice versa. My question is, why do indies have such a negative stigma that surrounds them? That took, question took a big turn. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. expecting um, <laughs> uh, I think people, a lot of people don't uh, give indie <laughs> games a chance just because they're used to the, like, that, that's all they've exposed themselves to is AAA games. They don't really explore the indie market. Um, that being said, I would like to see some bigger titles in services like PlayStation Plus. Um, but, I mean, what we're getting is fine. Um, if we're getting, on average, two to three games a month, 
uh, for free, and we only pay forty dollars a year for the service. You can't um, really complain. Yeah, yeah. It's and uh, I mean. A lot of the indie games have been really, really good. I've really, really enjoyed them, like Helldivers and uh, Rocket League. Oh, Rocket League wasn't was Rocket League part of it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah Rocket League. That's, yeah, how, Rocket, they, that's how they got their big push. And uh, and uh, Contrast. Um, yeah, Resogun. I mean, it was good, but it was Resogun. Um, even like the fun, stupid ones where I can't remember the name. Picks the cat. I played that. It's like blinks the time sweeper. <laughs> no, um, I wish. But uh, no, I think it's. Uh, I think they're important. They're fun. Um, I so I don't complain. Uh, whether or not I'll spend a lot of time with Bro Force or Galaxy, which are the PS4 games uh, for March, um, I don't know. I'll have to try them out. But even if not, even if I only play like a couple of hours in one of them, it's worth it for free. So yeah. Um indie games they they have a negative stigma like you said but they it's been getting better i think and i think that's why we're starting to see services like ps plus put these indie games in their service so much because for one that's a huge push for an indie developer they get a you know a lump sum of money and then they get their game exposed to however many people subscribe to ps plus and um i don't know i think indie games they're doing new things that AAA games aren't doing. And I think AAA developers are suffering, honestly, uh, because they're, I think they're scared of putting their games that they could still sell for a lot of money in PS plus, which is why we're not getting AAA games in PS plus more. Uh, but I think, like I said, I think indie games, they're doing something new. They're most of the time. They're doing. They're they're cheaper. They're not, they're not as expensive to make. They could be made by smaller teams. So, I think the stigma is starting to go away, and I think people there are huge communities out there that only like indie games. Really, like uh, lots of YouTubers who only cover indie games. Lots of Twitch streamers who only stream indie games. Are they any better than the ones who hate on AAA game or hate on indies though? Like from the opposite side. I mean, it's not that they're hating on AAA games; they just don't like AAA games. They play the indie games because that's what they want to play. So I like mean, people, how can you just blanket statement like that? I mean, I mean, AAA guys can say, you know, hey, I don't like indie games because they're indie games, and then they're the not saying way. that they don't like them because they're AAA games. They just don't like like the big. And I mean, I'm not saying that they never play AAA yeah. games. If a AAA game comes out that they want to play, they'll play it. But, like, uh, multiple YouTubers that I follow played Fallout 4 when it came out. Multiple YouTubers that I follow played Witcher 3 when it came out. But their main their main gig is indie games because that's what they like. That's what they enjoy playing. Sweet. That's what they enjoy covering and getting, getting exposed to new people. Yeah, and with things like PlayStation Plus and the modern world of subscription boxes and things of the like, if you're paying 40 a year, you should enjoy just getting uh, to experience new things every month. Even if it's not for you, that's such a low price tag to get to try something new every month. Um, and getting to play online. Yeah. <laughs> the the stigma against indies is, is falling away, but I think now the, the battle with indies is how much do they cost? I feel like that's the new the new problem arising. <laughs> like, look at the the witness, which... We talked about last week. It's forty bucks, and it's completely worth that money. Has so much just backlash against it, and so many people just called it out for 
being an indie game and not not being worth that much. Yeah, but then you have things like Undertale, which is a, in my opinion, a modern masterpiece of a game, and it was only fifteen dollars. Yeah. So. Exactly. It's just it can go either way. The the developer puts a price tag on it that they think is what it's worth out of the time they put into it and the time someone gets out of it. And if people don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah. There's just this dissonance yeah. that people have where an indie game has to be twenty dollars or less, and if it raises above that, it's, something's up. Yeah. So. yeah. Or like the same thing with a AAA game. If it's less than $60, something's up. Like look at Ratchet and Clank. There's a bunch of backlash about, about that. It's like, oh, is it not a full game? Is it not a? Is it not going to be good to then I have faith in it? Because yeah. it's only a $40 game. Yep. It's like that. I think Insomniac's just smart and realize that it's a remake. So, um, But uh, e- even things like Shovel Knight, which I have played more like for more hours than I've played a lot of AAA games. I, it, it's at a... I, I think that game was it was twenty or thirty when it first came out. I believe it was twenty. Yeah, um, and it's it's well worth that price tag. I probably honestly like if I knew how much I was gonna like that game, I would have paid sixty bucks, sixty for it easily. Yeah, really. Yeah. See, and it's also just a personal taste thing. I think with indie games, like some people would pay sixty dollars for a Shovel Knight or the uh, a Binding of Isaac or a a game that they will spend hours and hours with. And then some people wouldn't pay five or $10 for that because that's what those games cost anyway. Or at least Isaac, I know uh shovel Knight's a little more, but like it's a personal taste thing. Like just like with triple A games, all triple A games aren't for everyone and all indie games aren't for everyone. Yeah. It's all personal preference. And I, anyone complaining about just more content being more available needs to just shut up. It all started with the Xbox Live Arcade. Everyone has that little stigma in their head. All those, I mean, when you remember the Xbox Live Arcade when it came out, those were what was called considered the indie games of the time. Yeah. They were just a bunch of cheap pinball and stuff like that. But then there was games like Super Meat Boy. And, yeah. Um, Didn't that start on a, what was that? Not Congregate. There's that other one. New no, Force. Super Meat, Boy, Super Meat Boy was originally a... Uh, Xbox Live Arcade game? Yeah. Uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Newgrounds? Yeah, Newgrounds. No, no, was. no. Was it, it was originally... I'm pretty sure it was original Xbox. Uh, yeah, Xbox. Um, and that game made a lot of money. That's how the guy who made The Witness got started. He made... Uh, Remember Me? Was no. That it? No, that was... That's the guy who uh, made Don't Nod. That's Don't Nod. Um, uh, Jonathan Blow. Jonathan Blow. Look up his game. You yeah. saying Newgrounds made me think there's like a couple of websites that I would I would pay <laughs> a, a, a fair amount of money for just like a collection of like old yeah. <laughs> flash games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there were so many good ones. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Lane, for that question. And if you'd like to uh, get a question and like Lane, John <laughs> and Trace did. You can go to pieceofpixel.com, leave a comment, go to our Twitter account, which is at pieceofpixel, our Facebook backslash pieceofpixel, or email us at pieceofpixelnews at gmail.com. Fantastic. Video game trivia. Yay, it's back. All right, here we go. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. It's brought to you by pieceofpixel.com, where games are art, not Not numbers. numbers. Instead of an evil tortoise, Bowser was originally supposed to be a, a ox. B owl, C deer, or D eagle? Ox. <laughs> that was mine. Um, A ox, B owl, C deer, or D eagle? 
I'm going to go with deer because deer god. <laughs> it was A, ox. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was right originally. I just changed my yeah. answer because of him. <laughs> it was ox. Bowser was really supposed to be an ox. Originally supposed to be an ox. That'd be weird. There's, a, there's fun concept art when I found that question. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> so it was funny looking. I wish he would have been a deer, though. Yeah. I wanted him to be an eagle because eagles are great and majestic. And they're the, the bird of the of America, the greatest country in the world. Um, not if Thomas Jefferson had anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we all been playing this week? I have had nothing. School. Yeah. Um, Kevin's yeah. been playing school. <laughs> Webcourses.ucf.edu. Um, I have been playing a few things. Oh, really? i um, been doing Street Fighter mm. uh, every now and then, uh, getting my uh, Ken game on lock. Uh, still playing South Park, The Stick of Truth, which is... Amazing. Oh my god, I love it so much. Um and I've also been playing uh my cousin and I, we work together and we uh started playing Mega Man Battle Network three again so we can eventually start battling each other on our breaks. Um so I'm having a lot of fun reliving my childhood memories um with that. Adorable. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun stuff. I'm playing uh Pokemon Omega Sapphire or mm. Omega Ruby. I still and need Alpha to play Sapphire. that one. They're fun. I mean, the GameStop just did a Mew for the month, so I got Mew now. Damn it. Nice. So I got two Mews because I have a, an X and Y as well. <laughs> yeah, I played the system. I flirted <laughs> with the GameStop girl. I was like, hey, can I get a, can I get a few codes? Can I get a few codes? Yeah, I had I think three or four <laughs> just in case I could uh, use multiple ones on the same thing. You cannot. So you can only use one uh, mystery gift on each console. Or uh, each. How many codes did you get? I had four, but it ended on the 24th. So. so. Um, I don't even have a 3DS. I don't know why I care. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. That game is incredible. You guys need to play it so I can get a little raid group. I'm playing with my brother and a couple friends from Memphis. And I really miss my old character. Everyone I knew who played it stopped playing it. Yeah. I mean, the uh, new DLC just came out, yes, this week. So a lot of people got back into it. My brother's been playing it since the beginning. And... I'm trying to get up there with him. Yeah, I know people who played it like they played the original Final Fantasy 14, then they played all of the Final Fantasy 14 betas, and then they he played the uh, Final Fantasy 14 for a long time, and then he just stopped. Yeah, that's MMOs. Yeah. Then I have been uh, I've been playing uh, Battlefront. I was playing Battlefront all yesterday. Nice. You need to get on that. Yeah, I need the this so weekend. I intend to check out all the new content. So, so. It's, it's fun. But yeah, that's what uh, that's that's what we've been playing. Yeah, good stuff. Sweet. All right. All right, everybody. Well, this has been episode 12 of the Pixel Bros podcast, part of Pixel, Piece of Pixel Network. I screwed that up. I've been drinking. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, just rewind to the end of any of those questions. <laughs> um, but you can find me personally on Twitter at Blame It on Butler. You can find me on Twitter at Kitty Show. You can find me on Twitter at k for kevin 7 All right. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.